First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. The 4th of July forecast looks really nice. It's going to be beautiful. Are you serious? Uh, no. I was going to say I heard it was going to rain a lot. It looks like rain in uh, low 70s. Uh, as of right now, it'll probably change. You know how Richard is. He'll change the forecast three or four times before we before we actually get there. Uh, is that your mic right there? No. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, uh, anyway, be aware of uh, of that. But it's going to be hot and humid the next couple of days. Angelo is back this morning. Hey, Bill. Fresh from the mountains of Montana. I went to the mountains to find myself, and all I found was snow. <laughs> oh, you did find snow. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah. it really cold there? No, it wasn't cold because the, the, like, the snow-capped mountains, it's still like 60 degrees up there, so everyone was hiking in like, shorts and a T-shirt just on the but, snow. But you have snow. Yeah. 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 So you had a, like, a personal retreat to find yourself? No, no. My, my younger cousin... In, uh, they scheduled like he planned his grad party last year. He got he graduated this year, but they didn't know if there was going to be like any events. So his parents were like, "All right, you could either go to like we'll take you to a national park, or you can have a grad party." And he's like, uh, "Well, let's just do a, a national park." And we okay. went to Glacier National Park. But you got invited anyway. Of course I did. Please, because I'll tell you these graduation parties. Trust me, they are uh, they're not cheap. You spend no. a lot of stinking money. Holy crap. And then when you try to take a commission from your kid, they don't want to give it to you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I've got to ask Angelo something. I was told that you uh, you didn't leave till Saturday, but you checked out of here after Wednesday's show. Yeah. You had two days to prep for a 5 a.m. flight on Saturday. I did, know, I, did I, know, I did know you told me it was going to be Thursday and I, Friday. I did leave on Friday morning, actually. The flight wasn't until Saturday, but I left for Syracuse because we got up at, like, I think, 4 mm. in the morning. So I stayed yeah. at my cousin's house in Syracuse. Well, the thing was, I didn't want to, I didn't want to weigh you guys down. Yeah, you'd have weighed us down. Mind, it must have been. I mean, because he had to go all the way to Syracuse, and this show doesn't end until 9 a.m. Yeah. Friday morning. I, uh, so for him yeah. to get all the way to Syracuse, yeah. to be in, in Syracuse yeah. for the flight 24 hours, hours later, later almost. Yeah. yeah. So, I hey, mean, Jeff, could you I got to be prepared. Could I, uh, you're bullying a 20-year-old little boy right now. So. <laughs> That's how you feel on the, when I you've returned like from a retreat? You're a 20-year-old little I'm boy. Little boy. little boy. You're well, a you, responsible you, intern. Okay. You, you, must be, you must be the 20-year-old boy when you need to be. Oh, I know. Right? How convenient. Use it while you can. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, this morning, we'll give you a chance at a free money question. Um, uh, we may be looking at you know, Brindisi is, is out, right? Yeah. We spoke with him on Friday. Uh, broke the story last week. Uh, he released so, basically. It wasn't like it was broken. He released it. Right. Uh, but um, I think it's it, you know the question is how long before someone challenges Tenney, um, and do we even know what this district is going to look like? We don't right now. Yeah, I would say on the question of how long before someone challenges Tenney, I'd give it ten, fifteen minutes maybe. The other thing is, yeah. Brindisi, we'll speak with Luke Perry about this today. Brindisi <laughs> said he wasn't going to. Um, he wasn't running for for this seat again, but didn't rule out uh, other forms of public service or running for a different office. He did I, say that. I guess what office would he run for? Senate? He wouldn't go back to the state, would he? Um, it's hard for someone in our area to run for Senate, right? Because I know. it's you know uh, you're plus you're there's two Democrats the in the state. seat right now, anyway. Right, right. I think he would run for the assembly again, yeah. or even like yeah. I don't think you'd see him run for the assembly again. He said local. He would run for local, so it could be lo- I mean, city. There's nothing more grueling than, than the assembly. Um, you think Congress is grueling. The, the only yeah. difference is you're not in Washington. You're in Albany. 
And you but, can, um, I think, do more. You can have more direct impact on. on the I guess state you could, and us in particular, and as a Democrat, super majority in yeah. New York. Yeah. I don't know though. You don't often see that. But then, could you see him running for like mayor of Utica? Somebody no. brought that up. I don't see that. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't see that either. I Co- did hear that. South uh, Utica Common Friday. Council? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Council at large, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he's, he doesn't live maybe. in South Utica. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, it won't. Well, whatever. I, I do think we'll, we'll speak with Luke Perry today on uh, some potential uh, challenges. And will there be a, a challenge from the Democratic side? Um, there aren't many Democrats, I don't think. Uh, right now in a position where Brindisi was, where it would be either winning or losing by just a couple of hundred votes right. or under a hundred votes in this case. Um, I don't know what name out there would be able to pull that off. Yeah, and then, you know, which Republican is willing to, to challenge? Um, if you're in Binghamton, yeah, there'll be some challenges from there, but will the 22nd or whatever district we're a part of, mm-hmm. encompass uh, Binghamton. Will we be tied to Binghamton in uh, this this redistricted uh, 22nd? And when do we find out? I don't know. they got to do it soon, right? I think so, yeah. I would think. Or but does it take of, effect? As of, as of right now, we've lost. We lose one seat. So the thought is this would be the seat that would be uh, would be basically encompassed, sucked up. So there was also the argument that, look, we the state lost a seat by 89 votes. And, and is Cuomo there, is fighting it legally. Oh, he's still fighting it. I okay. believe so. Well, last we knew, he was challenging it legally. And you know how the, the legal system works. But you got to move pretty quickly on this thing. Yeah, and last we knew, he was being investigated for, what, sexual harassment. And all I've heard is crickets I've, from the I AG's have heard office. That. I have heard that there is some sort of a, an investigation going on. I've heard that. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, last night, we discovered we were looking for a new show to watch, something different. Mm. And I've got it. There are many that people have recommended, and I, I, I realize. But you have to understand, I have to get that recommendation past my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just sit there, and what are we watching tonight? Well, we found this <laughs> show that we gave a try to, and I had no idea. It was a network TV series that's already been canceled. But there are 42 episodes uh, ten, and the uh, the name of it is Manifest. Manifest. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, no. It's something about a plane, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So apparently the plane takes off on uh, in 2013 on, uh, let's just say, November 20th, 2013. And they end up uh, landing about three hours later at their destination. But they had some massive lightning and... Um, uh, some incredible uh, turbulence. turbulence. Yeah. It was it was really bad. But when they landed, it was dun dun dun, 2018. <gasps> Somewhere they thought they had all died, that everyone on the plane had died because they Trump was not. the president. <laughs> <Could have been. laughs> and there's a whole story about a kid on there with terminal cancer. Oh. But now that they've they've made it back, I'll give away a little bit of spoiler. We've only seen the first episode. Now that they've come back, there's a new uh, there's a new treatment that is almost completely successful, um, and it will save this kid's life. And oh, by the way, the researcher who came up with the treatment was also on the airplane. So, and somehow her research was sent to the, the, the researchers, the other researchers who were able to come up with this treatment. 
That's the series. Interesting. And also they're hearing voices and they're they're being challenged to go out and save people. At first, I thought you were going to say there's a new miracle treatment for for hair loss, and I was going to talk yes, about Dr. Yes. Branson for I a knew, minute here. I, I knew I was going to give you a chance to transition to that. But it's a cancer treatment. Have you yeah. seen it, Angelo? You look like you know the series. Uh, no. The only thing uh, I'm uh, familiar with is uh, babies on planes. Every single flight I took, there were babies on the plane. So you were on airplanes. What was that experience like? <laughs> uh, it was horrible. There were all these... Why are there all these babies on a plane? I kept telling my aunt. It was babies. This is this is an airline, not a daycare. Stop taking your babies on flights. Ship them FedEx. Uh, babies <laughs> tend to you can ship your kids. Yeah, that's that's a good way of doing it. Minimum twenty four holes in a box. There are uh, there usually when babies are on planes, they don't stop crying. It's got to be the pressure. Look, I was the I was that way until I took about two or three flights. I would just cry and cry, and then one year then we went to okay. Vegas. And I didn't cry until we were on our way home. So, USA. <laughs> Were you kidding after the first day? As a three-year-old, he lost like a lot of money. It's terrible. As a 33-year-old. They're saying 4th of July travel is expected to reach a record or at least a near record high. Isn't that exciting? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's good things are getting back to normal. I'm, I'm all for it. I think you'll see uh, driving and flying, but a lot of people leaving uh, leaving town. You know that it all begins this weekend because this weekend is Fourth of July weekend. So you'll see a lot of people getting out on uh, on on Friday, and and keep in mind the Fourth of July holiday is on Sunday, which means Monday is the actual holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so companies will all be off and all of that. Uh, on Monday for the 4th of July. Uh, so. That's very cool. I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, three-day weekend. Uh, I feel yeah. like we just had one two weeks ago, we did. didn't we? Also, the um, uh, the fireworks are uh, brewing. You're seeing a lot of that. Uh, they're flying all over the place. You know, the homemade fire, not the homemade fireworks, but the the home-style fireworks. The, ones the legal that are, stuff. The ones that are legal and, and weak. Uh, but still, they make a lot of noise, and they sparkle all over the place. Saw a lot of those over the uh, over the weekend. And was it hot uh, last night? It was just oppressive. It was. Uh, you know, it was like that on Friday as well. Was it fr- Thursday or Friday? But I thought the same thing on yesterday. I ended up mowing the lawn, and it was like, what were you thinking? Well, uh, it's funny because I, my wife for, for Father's Day got me a, uh, one of those, uh, an updated version of the, of the Blackstone Grill. So I'm thinking, uh, what do I do with the one that I currently have, which still does work? So Manaski took it. Yes. And I swear to God, watching uh, the two of us get that thing out of there, we both probably sweat so much, <laughs> we had to lose a couple pounds. I mean, it was just, I bent over to pick the thing up, and it looked like someone turned on a faucet. Just, it just was all over right the place. Yeah, I, was, I didn't know which part of the Blackstone to grab onto. Well, thank you so much for not calling me to assist with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we're we're moving it in the uh, in the IBX van, and there was a seatbelt that was like right down the middle for the rear seat yeah. that wouldn't move. You couldn't you couldn't release it. It was locked, and was locked. and we couldn't for the life of either one of us figure out how to release it. So you couldn't get the thing in. So we finally figured out a way to maneuver the legs around, and we went around the seatbelt. Bill goes, hang on, let me think about this for a minute. I'm standing there like, this isn't going to work. Because I had to have this off my property, right? <laughs> so so we, we're getting that in the van somehow. We turn it, and I couldn't believe it. He, was, he maneuvered it right, it right, right past in. it. I couldn't yes. believe it. 
Uh, I'm really good at packing things into uh, into vehicles. I've moved several times. When you lose a job often, you tend to move often, so you learn how to pack. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. Uh, Tanya J. Powers, we're talking about uh, how travel. Good morning, Tanya. Hey, good morning. And the increase, it looks like uh, people are ready to get out, and they are flying. Uh, they are flying. They are especially driving. It looks like the Great American Road Trip is back on this year, and mm. uh, AAA says more than 47.7 million of us will take to the roads um, over the Independence Day holiday, and they classify that between July 1st and July 5th. Um, so that kind of gives you the, the travel volume days that they're looking at. They said that, you know, this will probably be the second highest Fourth of July travel volume on record. Uh, the first apparently was 2019. Mm. Um, they said this is a, an increase of nearly 40 percent compared to last year, which, you know, a lot fewer of us were on the roads last year. Uh, there are gas prices. Uh, even though they're the highest in like seven years, they said most uh, nine, more than ninety one percent of the holiday travel over the Fourth of July will be by car. Uh, I guess they're not surprised by that because a lot of people are not necessarily flying, and you're seeing a lot of vacations that are within the region and that sort of thing, right? You're staying yeah. a little bit closer to home, places you can go to by via car. Yeah, about three and a half million people say uh, they plan to fly uh, this Independence Day. Um, air travel is back to, or will get to this weekend, about 90% of pre-pandemic levels. Mm. So that kind of gives you an idea of, of, you know, the flying. But, yeah, most of us are going to hit the road uh, in, in the car. Um, you know, this is this is kind of, a, I mean, this is a big number. The, the, the second only since, uh, you know, from 2019. Um, that's, that's, that's a pretty, it's a pretty big chunk of us as far as when to travel. Yeah. Uh, the AAA has all of that, of course. Um, you know, it kind of depends on, uh, where you're going and where you're, you know, where you're leaving from. They expect, they said they expect long delays for drivers. Uh, I know here in New York, as far as the worst corridors and the times to travel, um, they said the uh, the worst corridor is going to be I two seventy eight East Bronx River to Williamsburg Street. That's uh, that's near the city. Um, so the, uh, Thursday three to five is going to be like the worst overall. The the daily best and worst times to travel uh, Thursday. If you're trying to get an early start, you're thinking, hey, I'm just going to head out of work early. That that's actually everybody's idea on Thursday. Um, three to five on Thursday afternoon mm, is the worst bad. time on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. On Friday, 4 to 5. On Saturday morning, 11 to 1. Uh, Sunday, hey, you're good. Um, and then Monday on the, uh, I guess, return trip or whatever, 4 to 5 in the in the afternoon uh, is going to be the worst time to travel then. And then Monday is technically the holiday, so you'll see people traveling even on, uh, on Monday. So beware. Um, exactly. And, you know, uh, it's funny. My, my son came back from Denver. Um, he, I, I don't know. It's, he's at the age now where all of his friends are getting married. So he's in like three weddings this, uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. So he uh, came home on Thursday. He was supposed to be in at like midnight. Um, uh, beware if you're flying. But, uh, did you have any, Angelo, any delays? To get to Montana, it was 21 hours yep. from the moment we yep. left the house. To, uh, and to Tanya, uh, uh, he had delays to the point where he did not get in until about 5 a.m. into Syracuse. Or I guess oh it was all yeah, and he left. Uh, and he left Thursday. Keep in mind, he's leaving on uh, on Denver time. So, um, just uh, I think there's a shortage of employees to the point where there are delays. So I guess you should be prepared for that. Yeah, that's and that's what AAA said. They said you should be if you're driving, you should be prepared. 
uh, for delays, long delays. Um, they said that this that drivers are going to probably have the worst congestion um, heading mm. into the holiday weekend because because it is on a weekend and you know the midterm the, the uh, midtime yeah. midday trip back on Monday. That a lot of people are probably going to do. Uh, they said the major metro areas in the U.S. will probably get like double the delays that they normally would have during drive time. Wow. So it's it's right. it's not it's not going to be pretty in a lot of places. Are you traveling out of New York for the uh, for the holiday? Nope, I'm I'm here. Um, you know, I decided to uh, just kind of like hang out here in the city and yeah. you know not go anywhere. And, and the last thing, I mean, I don't like driving in the city to start with. Get mm-hmm. me out of the city if I'm going to have to drive, and I'm I'm good I'm good to go anywhere. But yeah. Uh, I certainly don't want to, want to be involved yeah. in that on a holiday weekend. Yeah, you get uh, you you get stuck in that uh, the New York City traffic leaving town. Oh. Um, it's yeah, almost, I might as well just like yep. rent the car and like park it and just mm. stay in the car, yep. and that's the same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, it sounds like a great week in the uh, in the city as things begin to open back up, right? In uh, in the Big Apple. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Our our uh, you can you can tell our tourist numbers keep. Keep rising. There's, you know, there's a lot more people in and around, um, you know, especially the touristy areas. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, good stuff, Tiny. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful mm-hmm. day. Thank uh, you. You too, Tiny G. Powers from Fox News. Uh, da, 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 da. Did you see that um, uh, Kathy Hochul got into a car accident? Really? Oh, I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, it was she was being driven the SUV carrying Lieutenant Hochul. Uh, in Dutchess County, rear-ended another vehicle. Jeez, I don't know what uh, what what caused it, because she's she doesn't usually make a. Um, I mean, she doesn't make waves, Kathy Hochul. She kind of comes in to kind of settle things a little bit. Do you think? Yeah, she's not yes. allowed to make waves. So I can't Im- imagine she there was a distracted driving situation like she because she doesn't distract people. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I I can't imagine. Uh, but the driver um, was 